Well, good evening. Welcome to another Sunday Night Live. Hello, Lynn. Hope you're well. Um, just going to bring on... Hello, Fiona. It's been a quick week. Back to Sunday again. I say that every week. It's going to bring on Elaine, our moderator. Hello. <laughs> and um, our guest tonight, Debbie Lee. Hello, Debs. Hi, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Hello, weekend? Well, I've known Debs. How long have I known you now? Oh, God, it must be about, I don't know, 15 years, I think. Oh, my God. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, we, we met, in a, we, well, met Deb in a, in a blues bar uh, for a, playing the old guitar stuff, remember? Yeah, I do. And, like it was um, yesterday. <laughs> I was thinking about it today, and um, I think it was about midnight, and you found out what I did or something, and we started talking. Yeah. Mm. And all the lights started flickering. Do you remember? In the, That's right. In yeah, the, yeah. Because we because we started talking about my late nan, didn't we? That's and, right. Yeah, and, and all the lights started. Thought, oh you God, started yeah. getting a bit of a connection, <laughs> and then uh, the lights started to go. Sort yeah. of flickering. All, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, right. So that was a good night, but would have got thrown out anyway if she found out Probably. what we were doing. But anyway, so that was fifteen years ago. My God. Yeah, roughly. Just seems like. like God, time's gone. It's like Fiona says, it's Sunday again. I think that comes so quick. Yeah. Oh, Leslie. Same yeah, it comes around so quick. Anyway, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Just just busy at the moment with uh, working in the NHS. So, you know, mm. doing the bloods and stuff. Um, yeah. As I was saying, you know, I've been been busy the last four years studying this degree um so i did uh, two years of biomedical science and then changed to human biology because i'm sort of like an anatomy lady really um you're having, like anatomy yeah <laughs> having um because i taught um because i taught for 18 years um yeah. adult learning um in colchester and and uh, clacton and like harridge um I originally got taken on actually as a self-defense tutor because I was um, a karate instructor and then yeah because I had like a really bad injury not not because I got beaten up okay it was because I was like overtraining. so they then like obviously tapped into my other skills so when they knew I, I could do beauty and you know therapies they then asked me to start teaching that so um, I spent 18 years uh, teaching that and then got more into the holistic side because like I have a natural like um, spiritual side and um, spiritual insight into things. So um, the, quite a lot has developed since then, really, having done a lot of the therapies like Indian head massage, um, Reiki, hot stones, reflexology um you know massage and stuff like that that uh, and and like aromatherapy and everything and um some of my time when i was teaching at the college i also volunteered at st helena's hospice so i worked as a like referral therapist working with like palliative care with cancer patients and um their families and and also people with life limiting illnesses too so you weren't just dealing with the patients she was dealing with the families as well um 
And, you know, really kind of from that, I guess that was when I wanted to get into more medical side of things, really, you know, but the holistic stuff has always stayed with me. Mm. And even though I do more of that now, I do still, you know, believe in spiritual stuff and do lots of, you know, holistic therapies too. So it's something that will always be with you, isn't it, really? Let's face it. So. Yeah, I mean, this is what we try and do on us every Sunday. We have different things going on because people are interested in, I'm sure, different things. But, um, yeah, I think I was looking back today and you were the second, when I started this up two years ago, you were the second guest. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was when we were, we were, I think, we was we talking about um, all the different spiritual experiences that, so. that I'd had? Yeah, started um, off with that, yeah. That's and right, then, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Two, just over two years ago. I can't believe it. It's gone so quick. I know. Uh, hello, Cindy. Um, yeah, we, we, we've been doing this ever since. And um, this week we hit, or yesterday, uh, 1,500 views. It was 1200 it's 1500 now so i think that's really good yeah um, but you know we don't we come on here not but it's nice to have the viewers but it's just what we just enjoy it you know we're not looking to be big you know youtube people or whatever it is facebook it's just come on here and have a chat and a bit of fun really and pick your brains <laughs> okay feel free <laughs> um so, yeah i mean yeah sorry i mean your spiritual, I can't remember what we did, but um, I can't remember what I did two minutes ago, let alone anything else. But I do remember, I think you were having some kind of, um, I think it was spiritual, but you were having some, weren't you, ghostly things going on? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because at the time I was um, planning on moving and um, um, the, the move actually fell through in the end, but I was all packed up and ready, you know, to go. I think it was like just prior to exchange of contracts and I just uh, did like a little video, I think, in my lounge. Uh, I think I was actually trying to film my dog or something at the time. That's right, you were, That's yeah. Right. And there was all these like orbs everywhere and then I thought, hang on a minute, what's all, you know, what's this? Because I couldn't see them with like, like my normal eye, if you like. It was only when I was, use, I was mm. just using my phone with the flash, I think, on it. Right, but it yeah. kind of picked it up and then I did a couple of more videos and they were literally going off in all different directions and, and everything yeah um and um yeah it, it kind of was weird because it all kind of seemed to be sort of cent centered around my little dog but also up the end of my lounge as well and it is odd because um quite often in the house it, it feels as if there's there's someone there like watching you but not like anything like evil or anything mm. just there's just a feeling there and and like my daughter has even said that as well you know when she lived here she used to say oh you know there's something up the end there by the dining table kind of thing well, I've, been, yeah. I've been in your house and i i mean yeah the years, but i don't recall don't feel everything although i expect yeah. what we'll be doing tonight everyone will be looking behind you now <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm sitting on my lounge my sofa up the other end so I, I don't yeah I, i'm watching that behind just in case is anybody in case there see anything yeah that is true <laughs> that, that'll get more viewers they'll like that they'll enjoy that 
I can always swing the laptop round up the end where it's dark and see if they see anything, you know. Well, you never know. It's up to you. Yeah. We, we, Elaine, <laughs> okay. Elaine, we, we said, Elaine said we like a bit of, um, what was it you called it? Not animation. Um, interaction. No. Interaction. Yeah, things going on. Yeah. 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 If you want yeah, to, like, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, could do. But, yeah, yeah. But I doubt, I doubt what you really, I doubt you will see anything anyway. But yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I can always sort of swing, swing it round now and see if there's. If, if yeah, we'll have, have, have a look around your house. Not sure it's cleaned up. <laughs> That's true. Up, yeah, so. exactly. Oh, but make sure I've moved the washing. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I don't know if you, you have to see anything, but. I'll kind of turn it around, kind of. So, somebody tomorrow is going to put it. So you're horrible, you are. Making a I'm, I'm too much in the picture, aren't I? Hang on, let me get out the picture. No, don't worry, go back to where you were. Don't there we worry. go. Yeah. Whether there's anything there. But... Ah, be all right. Oops, sorry. Just... Ah, you'd be all right. <laughs> it's fine. Well, somebody yeah. might see something. You never know. <laughs> yeah, the only way to do is having two cameras, but that's a bit, can be a bit awkward as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. um okay. Yeah, I'll say I I don't think I've been in your place for a couple of two or three years now, but I don't recall feeling anything in there. No. Don't no. always feel it, you know. But um obviously we know things are around you from that night in the pub, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well I come and, from a big family. I'm one of eight, so you know, yeah, yeah. the the law of averages is that there's gonna be you Don't know. Be, Two grand grandmother and you know granddad or whatever around sort of thing and various people I've lost you know really sort of along the way as well that possibly might be around you know. So yeah. in the end, in the end, you didn't sell your house. You didn't get rid of your house. After uh, no, the, after the no, I'm I'm still in it at the moment. Oh. Yeah. Um, hold on, got something come up here. Something or other that wants to start a scan, which I don't want. Oh, don't want that. I've done it. Um, no, I'm still here at the moment. Yeah, so you know, um, yeah. I've been here a long time now, about 16, 17 years yeah. in this house. Well, we'll just keep, oh, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep looking behind you. Yeah. <laughs> keep looking, guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Andy. Yeah. Okay. Um, it'd be interesting to see if we pick anything up. So anyway, I don't okay. know where we're going to go tonight. Normally you think, oh, yeah. what should we talk about tonight? But, um, yeah, I think a lot of people, we start off on here, like, as you know, UFOs, ghosts, and all that sort of stuff. But then we found people are kind of interested in um, all these different things that you can get into, like the therapies and how you do it. And, and that's how we kind of gone on a Sunday now, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think people people don't always know where to go, do they? They have to get yeah. into these things and Yeah, exactly. Whatever. And 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 also um I think as well that um although you know some people might might sort of look towards like having a reading, like a medium doing a reading, you know, they just sit and the person like chats to them. Um other people want to have more of a um, like a, a treatment so to speak mm. that's that gives them more like healing or um helps to rebalance their thoughts as well as their physical body uh rather than sitting there and someone chatting away to them mm. they sometimes want to figure it out for themselves and the way that 
they could find like relaxation or a way of of sort of focusing their mind on what they need to think about is by having like a, a treatment done um and um when um we were talking about doing tonight's show i mentioned about the holistic approach um i don't know if you know what the holistic approach is at all uh, um, at all or... <laughs> best enlighten me okay um, oh, I don't, I don't, but I'm sure you'll get, um, this is, you know, I say this, let people know what it's all about. Yes. So, um, basically if you, it, uh, there's quite a bit of difference from sort of studying like beauty and like holistic therapies. There's a lot of people that kind of do the beauty and then like they're level two and then they like go on to the level three, which is, which is more like the massage and the holistic side of things. But, um, like obviously the beauty is is more like instant where you're sort of obviously you see your nails painted or whatever it might be which is is really good you know I'm not I'm not saying that's that's not a benefit of course it is because it has like a psychological benefit to people as well it does make them feel better they feel pampered you know boosts their confidence but to go into more like level three with the holistic side um it, it, there is more of a like emphasis on this thing that we kind of inverted commas called the holistic approach, which is it's like you're basically learning that you're treating that person as like a whole. So um, I think sometimes people think, oh, I'm, I'm knackered and I'm, I'm tired and I need a massage, you know, so they go in and they think that it's just something that's going to help them relax. But it's not just about like the physical body it's it's like as i say treating them as a whole so it's like the holistic approach works on the physical body so things like obviously relaxing the muscles bringing blood to the surface of the skin and you know and stimulating circulation you know and all, all that sort of stuff um and then there's like obviously the the mental side of it you're sort of relaxing you could be like helping to relax their thoughts or even stimulate their thoughts you know help them to get more focus in their mind um or if you've got someone who is totally sort of hyper you could be helping to like calm them down sort of thing um, yeah, i'll be around to see you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um and and that's where like the uh, and also like the spiritual aspect as well, which I'll come to in a moment. But um, with the um, the way that it kind of works, that's where like the the anatomy and everything and the knowledge of biology kind of comes in a little bit more because um, you're you're not only working on like the circulation and the skin and the you know all the other systems of the body, but you're working like as mainly on like the, the nervous system so um like when you're like doing holistic therapies you're working on there's like two sort of sides of the nervous system obviously you've got the central nervous system like your brain and your spinal cord obviously but you have um the sympathetic nervous system and you have the parasympathetic nervous system and it's really strange because when i used to teach um a lot of people like as you're sort of going through it they would think that, oh, you know, the sympathetic nervous system, that's going to be the one that is going to um, calm you down. 
because we automatically think, you know, when you give someone sympathy, you're kind of like they're there, you know, they're, they're giving them a pat, you're calming them down. But with the nervous system, it's the opposite way round. It's it's actually the, the sympathetic nervous system is, is what um, sort of speeds you up. So it speeds up um, your heart rate, your breathing, your circulation. It's the part of the nervous system that um, is like, um, connected to the fight or flight uh, mechanism you know like when you think you're under attack like your brain releases adrenaline and obviously stimulates the adrenal glands to pr- to release adrenaline so that all of that that hormone then goes to the main organs of the body and hence why your heart your heart starts to beat faster you breathe faster because it's like in in olden times like you would have been getting ready to literally like run away from a bear or something, you know, it would be like live or die sort of thing. But in modern times now, it's not, it's not like that. But of course we have all of the stresses of modern life where, um, you know, we, we have stresses of work, job, you know, job, whatever, family, all kinds of things that come into our lives, mental health and everything. And obviously people get anxiety and depression and stuff. Or, or panic attacks and that's where that system comes into play so it will like release the adrenaline so you're kind of hyped, really hyped up um you're on like red alert so to speak you know so um the so so when you've got people like that obviously they need to be soothed and relaxed and calmed down so to speak you know um with whatever kind of you know in your treatment you would be giving them so that's like the parasympathetic nervous system so the other side of it is it sorry that's the sympathetic nervous system with the parasympathetic nervous system which is what holistic therapists work on in this holistic approach is um is actually reducing you know that that level of stress and um it's a way of kind of um bringing like the heart rate not the it sounds bad saying the heart bringing the heart rate down because obviously you're not you're not working on kind of like you know putting someone into a cardiac arrest or something but if someone's heart rate is going like the clappers because they're so under stress you're going to be working to kind of bring them back to like what we call homeostasis which is basically like a state of balance a state of well-being so the parasympathetic nervous system is the side of the nervous system that if say um you you've been you know in in that stress state the sympathetic state once you kind of start coming down from that that's the parasympathetic nervous system that starts to kick in and um it is the mechanism that brings your heart rate back to a a normal level you're breathing back to a normal level, you know, um, the blood goes away from the vital organs and supplies the rest of the body. So um, in that sense, with us working holistically, we're working on that parasympathetic nervous system to bring that person back to a state of balance, if you like, yeah. Um, and um, like when when you're working holistically, um if you have a kind of spiritual path as well and you're able to tap into that you're you're sort of savvy with 
how to use your gift then you and you say you've done reiki or indian head massage like those ones then you can start to like use your energy in with your treatments as well so it's it's not like a um, so let's for instance someone come in for a massage you could think all oh, right okay yeah i've got to get them back to state of well-being so you, you you know you might be giving them a treatment and there's probably plenty of therapists out there that they just work you know just give the treatment but if you kind of work into your um spiritual gift there there is a way that you can like with me i can like turn it i can turn it off and and focus on what i need to do but i can equally kind of um switch it on if i when i touch the person if i kind of start to feel as if they need some kind of healing as well then i can then start to focus my mind into like the soul of the person as well so holistically mm. you're working on the physical the psychological and the spiritual which completes the whole circle of the holistic approach um and you know with me it's like my hands get very hot when i do treatments um especially with indian head massage like when you start like you put your hands on the person's head and you sort of do the breathing exercise with them and you start to focus on the energy and i quite often get a pulsation that actually goes through me that feels like a heartbeat when i'm doing it um and that if it's really strong that kind of it's like whoa it, it's almost like wow like this person mm. really needs some healing you know and um you basically are the vessel that um you just kind of get guided intuitively where to kind of go on the person especially when you're doing like reiki or indian head massage you you will me especially obviously I'm going from my own experience, but I know from other practitioners, I know that they work in a similar way that um, you, as you're working through, it's like you almost, when you start to feel that you get guided to where that person might need the extra healing, let's say. So that could be like in a physical sense. So you might be say, let's say working on their legs or something. And they, let's say they've got like a bad knee or something, you know, or they've had a, bad, a knee injury or an operation or whatever, you might be sort of working around there and then you might sense something there. So that's mm. like when you can bring in the um, spiritual aspect and use your energy as you're working to um, give them, be the vessel to give them that healing in that particular area. Yeah. And then the other side of the coin is that if you're, like if I'm doing like Reiki, um like we work with the chakras as well which are the energy the seven like there's seven energy channels through the body um so when i start my reiki i'm a type i'm the type of therapist that likes to do a hands-on reiki treatment um some people do reiki where they don't actually touch the person they just like hover their hands like around the aura of the person which is like the energy field around the person um, and they just work with that. But um, I like to be a hands-on therapist. So I connect better with the person when I place my hands on them. So um, 
as I mentioned there with like a physical ailment, say, for instance, like I said, the knee, but also they might have like psychological um, ailments as well. So um, like, a, like a couple of good ones is um, when, you're, when you're working with Reiki, for instance, um, you might be, say, like, like with your hands like here, and if you feel like a lot of heat coming off there, that's where you've got the, um, the chakra that it is to do with communication. So, yeah, you could say, like, you could say afterwards to the person, because you don't say to them at the time, like, oh, have you got a bad neck? Or you don't, you know, re really, like, question them throughout. But say you're there and you think, oh, you know, you feel extra heat or something, then yeah okay afterwards you you could say to them oh you know i felt a lot of heat around your neck like you got a bad they could have a bad neck in you know physically but equally um psychologically it could be to do with the chakras so like because that's to do with communication it could be that that chakra is too closed so it might be they need to speak up a bit more about something that's happening you know they maybe they don't stand up for themselves enough or something's happening and they they've got something that they need to say. Or if the chakra is too open, it might be that, like, they need to shut up a bit, <laughs> like they're saying too much in a situation, mm. you know, and the forehead as well, the third eye, your intuition, it could be, like, if you're on their head, you know, it could be that their, their, their intuition, like, they're not seeing the wood, for the trees in a situation or it could be this they're sort of looking into things too much so when you're you know if if you just say just i'll just give them a massage or whatever you just sort of do the physical thing then obviously that's like one element but like i say with this holistic approach or there's there's a wider aspect to it where if you think a bit wider you are taking in that person as a whole and the thing is, is that I'll probably get told off for saying this, but it's true. <laughs> and as, a, as, an, as an almost biologist and all that, I, maybe I can get away with it. But quite a lot of disease actually uh, is comes from stress that we have, you know. And, um, you know, things like heart attacks, high blood pressure, all of that, yeah. even cancers, you know, can be from being in a constant level of stress because, like, say this is like the graph, you could be up here, like you have a stressful moment, yeah, okay, and then that goes away and you drop down. Well, that's fine because that's like a short-term stress that you're suffering from, which you, you recover from that biologically, you know, and psychologically. But if you're up here like on my screen, I'll try and do it. Say you're right up here mm. and you keep going and going and going and going in that constant state of high stress, then it will actually start to change things biologically in your body. And that's when you start to get mutations happening where you can get cancer, your high blood pressure, heart disease and everything, you know. And we well, know, don't we, if we've got a bad back mm. and the pain goes on forever like you start to feel crap don't you in your mind you think oh my god this is doing my head in my bad back you start to get a bit short-tempered or a bit depressed about it or whatever and then 
equally if you're not you know quite right sort of in your mind like you've got a lot of stress in in your thinking then it starts to affect your body because you'll slouch and your you, your body suffers doesn't it you know you get headaches and all kinds of things so the whole circle holistically is linked um so thing with the, thing with the blood pressure is oh, yeah. um i've just um <clears throat> had a bit of a strange turn it's for christmas anyway anyway one of these machines and it and um what i did for gp I, I spent four weeks four times a day taking my pressure yeah and you know when the, the strange thing was the high point was when i not that i do too much anyway you know? <laughs> man the leisure no but <laughs> if, if i so i've been watching the tv at night and there's not much exciting on there but my blood pressure was way up right and um anyway it's down now we got it down but i don't know where this came from i mean obviously i, I must lead a very stressful life you know i get stressed coming on here. but i don't this is the weird thing i don't really um it depends um, though because if you have like a high salt diet then that can yeah. make your blood pressure high and if you have problems with your kidneys as well because your kidneys regulate the ph of your blood and also your blood pressure as well um, Obviously, I wouldn't have said nothing. I'll be thinking about that now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, anyway, it's all kind of under control now. But uh, yeah, I thought this is really strange. Why has this happened? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock. Well, I've been lounging around. I ain't done much all day, really. And uh, whoosh, it's gone up. Yeah, it's really strange. But anyway, I do understand. Yeah, if you don't get it under control, you can obviously cause other problems. But yeah, but, not just yeah. blood pressure, but loads of other stuff. Loads of know. other stuff, yeah. You know, stress affects every, every system in your body, you know. Like, and I also, it, basically. I don't know, I can't remember what it was. I don't practice the mediumship now. Mm -hmm. I decided that was it in 2019. I, I have done a few, but, but I think that has an effect on you as well. Mm-hmm. Because what do you I mean? What, as in, like, you take on people's well, negativity I, I and don't negative know what, energy? And yeah, I don't like know that. what causes it. And um, because when I used to work, it's done this whole, you can take a thread and all that. I mean, but I used to used to come in and take over. And I had one form wonder whether that had some effect on your body. I did read about it once, but... Um, yeah, I think that can be it can be quite stressful as well because mm. it's a bit like, you know, getting on the stage like we used to do, you know, in that barn and something. Say, do you want to come and play? You think, oh, what? And the old whoosh goes up the net, the adrenaline and everything. The, the, yeah, you know, I think it's the same with with the mediumship and. Um, but why it was like this before, I don't really know. But anyway, that's more about my problem. Mm. But it's interesting that yeah, that I think the mediumship and. All this psychic stuff has some effect on you for sure mm. but um so how did you get i mean someone might be thinking how did she do this how did you get into this you know do, um, how, who'd you who'd you go and see what how do you mean what how did how i did get, you get into, into this celestic stuff oh, how, and, yeah how did you get into it how'd you, yeah how'd you get into oh okay it? um yeah. 
I mean, obviously, there's loads of courses out there. I mean, you, you know, the, the college, there's colleges do um, courses for um, holistic therapies. Uh, I mean, um, the one that I used to t teach was uh, the MVQs, um, VTCT, which are run, you know, all over the all over the world, basically. But um, that particular route for the level three um was um swedish massage um hot stone massage indian head massage uh pre-blended aromatherapy and then they did like spray tanning as a level three thing um but you don't have to study it as like a whole massive diploma like that you know some people can just go and do Oh, I'll just do a diploma in aromatherapy or I'll do one in, in you know, Indian hedge. You can do it individually. Um, I mean, there's lots of colleges out there all over the country that you can do them. But I would say that you need to choose somewhere that ha is accredited mm -hmm. that actually leads to a qualification because otherwise you might have problems getting insured to then treat members of the public you know because you have to take their medical history and everything and obviously if if people have certain medical conditions then you know you've got to be aware of that and um for insurance purposes as well um i don't really believe in too much in these sort of real fast track things where you just go online and you just like do like one day course in Indian head or one day in whatever it is where literally you're just online just reading something and then you're just doing an assessment at the end where you just like answer questions because there's no like practical element in it mm -hmm. so if people are interested in doing it then that it, it, yeah okay like it's fine to do some some part of the course online let's say um the theory might be online, but for you to get your qualification, there should be an element where you then go and you do a practical assessment because how can you give someone, how can you be like a qualified practitioner without having ever given one person a treatment in this therapy? Oh, yeah. I agree. You know? I mean, I, I see things so, on Facebook. You go a, a one-day course, you're a medium. And we, yeah, I, it's absolute exactly. Nonsense. And um, um, yes, yeah, um, um, I mean, some some courses I've done have been part on like like the ones that, like the all of my ones I did were um, completely at like college, you know. But um, obviously, the way things are with people's lives now and lockdown and that, I know in lockdown a lot of people did do study online, which is fine, you know. But as long as there is a practical element then that's to me i think i would if i was a person receiving these treatments i would rather have someone treat me who has mm. done some online or in a college and so many case studies uh, than someone who just did a one-day course in it has never touched anyone in their whole lives you know really so that's the advice i would give if you're planning to train in any of these in the, any of these mm. sort of therapies really um i mean some people come along and they've they've got experience already like naturally they might have 
read up, read up in their own time and they could have been doing their own like friends and family for donkey's years before they um do it but and and in those situations it, it is kind of literally they just want to get the qualifications so they can get insurance to start doing it as a job you know um and and uh, that's where those kind of students like really flourish because they've already got they're a bit savvy on on stuff you know although obviously you do get quick learners you know that are beginners and really pick it up really quickly and, and naturals so to speak you know interesting um, yeah um but the main thing is really um to to um yeah to make sure you do the theory and you do some practical uh, case studies before you do p people like general public i would say you know um and and that is it <laughs> i like this i'll wait for the questions to come up but this is quite good yeah, but you wouldn't go to a dentist that didn't do it proper <laughs> training. No, that's quite true, Fiona. Yeah. Not the one I went to when I was growing up. Oh, God, I don't know where he come from. But anyway. Um, yeah. But, um, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when, when, I, um, when I was doing all the holistic, when I started my journey of the holistic therapies was really because um, when I was doing the martial arts, I did a course in sports therapy. So... Um, because I thought, oh, that will tie my therapies with my sports I'm involved in, you know, and um, treating people's injuries and that sort of stuff. And then that was kind of what started to make me think that there's more to um, treating people than just for, like, the beauty aspect. Mm. It's more about rehabilitation and helping to improve people's lives, you know. And then that sort of started me off on my holistic journey, really. Um, and um, as I say, when I was doing my volunteering at St Helen's Hospice, it was really rewarding. And it, I, I used to, it was funny because like my mum is sadly passed now. But when I said to her, I was going to go and work in the hospice, um, she looked at me and she went, I don't think you'll be able to do it. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, you know, it's all people with cancer and they're dying and all this, you know. And um, I think a lot of people get that idea. They, they you, you say the word hospice and people think you're going to walk in somewhere and there are, you, you know, they, and they're really bad. But um the hospice is also for people with life-limiting illnesses, you know, not just cancer. Um, and when I worked there, every shift that I finished, I used to walk out of there and I'd walk down the street to my car and I would just feel so, like, it made me feel as if it was the person that I wanted to be, if that makes sense sort of thing. Yeah. It gave you a, a view of of appreciation for your own like gratitude for what you've got really um and it, it it was um it was really good to be able to treat people and feel like you're making a difference to them because when you're treating like cancer patients it's not um so the thing is that they, when they get like touched often, it's for medical things, you know, chemo or radiotherapy or or medical stuff. 
So the idea of having like holistic therapies there is that um, one, they're in control of what is happening to them because they get to decide what therapies they want because often it's like taken out of their control, like how things are happening and what treatment they've got to have. It's like, well, you're going to have this chemo, you're going to have this radiotherapy, blah, blah, blah. But when they go into like the holistic therapies, you you work with them to sort of say, right, well, what sort of things do you like? And we can offer this, we can offer that, you know. So it gives them a sense of control back of their life where they actually have a say in something, you know. But one of the main things is, which is relevant in all of these therapies that we do and not just cancer patients is that primarily one of the most powerful things that we can use in life is touch you know and I think like because of lockdown we've all learned that that those like during lockdown we, we couldn't see our family you know we couldn't hug them and everything you know and the power of touch is it is it's so powerful i mean you know you someone's upset like you 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 stroke them on the arm or the back or something or you give them a hug you know it's without words it's really powerful and and we even touch our animals if you think about it you know we stroke our animals and animals like um they snuggle up to each other don't they and lick each other and all of that not, not I'm saying like we should go around doing that with us humans but do you know what I mean it's like it it just gives someone so much comfort and that was one of the things with with the holistic therapies like the power of touch and like I say the cancer patients and their families is that um they're they're receiving like something nice they're they're getting touched um for something that's enjoyable not something that is medical and is going to hurt them you know and um i remember and i don't know if he's listening in but a friend of mine called anthony he um came on one of my courses to do um like palliative care massage and um he is he's a he was a therapist already and he is spiritual as well and um we we said right we're going to do this this treatment and i said to him you're going to like him and the other people of course in the group i said you're going to think this is really weird what we're going to do like you're going to look at me and think like how on earth can that make a difference to someone i said but when you experience it you'll know right and uh, part of the um palliative care massage is something called light touch therapy and it's not about like oh getting in there with your hands and giving them a good old rub or you know getting the circulation going or whatever it might be it's it's focuses very much on literally what it says light touch so um they partnered up and obviously one worked and one was the made out they was the customer and then they swapped and you literally like you lay down and you it's not Um, a treatment where you turn over and all of that you know like when you have a massage you're face down and you have you you know you're laying down you have that side done and you turn over I wouldn't know you have to have the other side done with the light touch massage you're laying on your back obviously if you've got someone who's um 
um, like limited mobility or whatever, there's ways of, of uh, adapting your treatment as well to help people that are disabled as well. So, you know, you could, you could do it in a chair. So for someone who's in a wheelchair or couldn't lay down or whatever, so it's not limited to any, any therapies actually are not limited really to the fact you've got to lay down, you know, you, you, everyone should be able to access these. And um, you put a blanket over them, like a nice soft blanket. And um, there's um, a technique in like Swedish massage called effleurage. Um, and it is basically um, a technique that's used to um, connect with the person. And it's a soothing um, technique and a, like a relaxing technique. So when we uh, teach swedish massage or anyone who does it um it's always the um technique that you use to begin and end the treatment but also to link um to other areas so if you're at say i don't know the top of their arm and you need to get down to their hand like you never take your hands off the person you always keep one hand on to keep that contact with the person and you will use this effleurage to actually get back down to wherever you need to be. So, um, as I say, this effleurage is used in this light touch therapy. So they're laying there and usually with effleurage, you do six strokes. So um, you, it's normally the first three um, strokes is to let the person know that you're there to like contact and then the other three is to actually give the um, effect of the treatment, obviously with effleurage being a relaxation technique. So you do six strokes like over the blanket doing this, this effleurage like this sort of technique, right? Um, and that's what, and that's literally what you do. So you, you work through their body uh, like one side and the other. I always go clockwise because to me that is the way that the clock goes. You know, you don't want to like send them backwards. You want to send them forwards. Yeah. Um, and I remember, that, as I say, my friend Anthony, like I could see him looking at me as if to think like, how on earth is that going to have any kind of effect? Like over a blanket and like literally just going like this, you know. But if you ever get the chance to get someone to do it to you, like everyone can do that strokey movement, the effects are amazing. Like you feel like out of this world when someone has done it to you. Anyway, so we had this session and then Anthony afterwards literally said that was amazing. It just took me to a completely different like zone. I was in a different world. And it's things like that. It doesn't have to be with any of these therapies like, rough or you know really manipulating of the body tissues it's it can be something as simple as that really to soothe someone in their mind Interesting. As well as body. I so, mean I, when, I, when I started this six years ago to start up this mediumship I someone said to me um, the president of a church said about my hands being it was hot and I said I did practice the healing and this is the strange thing I was asked if I to join a, go on a course and they wanted, I don't know what it was, 60 quid, 90 quid, I can't remember. And I wrote a cheque and I put the cheque 
in the uh, thing in my car, you know, the thing by the door, putting yeah. it safe in there. This is no word of a lie. I believe in things happen for a reason. I opened the car door, the check flew out, it flew out of my car, and I couldn't find it. And I just thought, you know what, this ain't meant to be. Right. And I thought, well, I don't really you know, if I want to go on this, this course because I know I could do it anyway, apparently, because people have said so. Uh, but I thought that was, you know, I, I think that is the weirdest thing. It, it just left my car. I couldn't even find it in the road. So someone found a check bill, I don't know whether it was 60, 90 quid, I can't remember what it was. And uh, that was, was it written out, though, too? You was going to write it yeah, out? Oh, cool. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. they couldn't cash it then. <laughs> I'm not that daft, you know, Debs. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done some stupid things, yeah. No, I did have it written out, and um, so that was I didn't take it any further than that. But getting back like this mediumship stuff, I mean, I saw I've known you a long time now, and um, uh, we never sat together, did we? In like, um, a no, 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 I, I, um... I, I was just sitting here wondering, I'm thinking, I wonder, I wonder what how you would have got on with that. Yeah, it's funny you say that because um, it wasn't uh, um, until um, in lockdown that I actually did like the Reiki diploma myself because I'd done all the other therapies and, and over the years people had said to me, God, you know, your hands get really hot when you're doing these treatments, you should do Reiki. And I kept saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll get round to it sort of thing with everything else. I was doing and um I'd always wanted to and um obviously when we had the lockdown that was then the opportunity to then start doing it and myself and my friend um Ross like we did start a meditation group locally where um he was giving like uh, the meditation like affirmations and stuff like that um in our circle and I was going around doing Reiki on people and um yeah and and a few times throughout the years i have had people say to me have you ever thought about sitting on a, a spiritual circle and and i was like yeah you know I, I yeah i have thought about it you know um hmm. so it's weird how it kind of has come back round to hmm. the question again you know yeah. um yeah i mean my daughter she was on it a few weeks ago about yoga Katrina. Oh yeah. And she's just passed her Reiki stuff and all that. Yeah. It's never been my thing, you know, it's never not never really been my thing, but obviously courses for courses, you know. Yeah, exactly. So she she's she's doing that now as well. Plus the yoga and it kind of fits in well. Yeah. And I've I I don't know whether there'd be anything else going on, uh, mm. mediumship or anything. But that I I just thought, you know, if I, I hadn't never sat with you, but uh I wondered if after a time you would have gone into the mediumship. That's, yeah. Yeah. I have done um, a bit of psychometry in the past yeah. with people and had quite good results with that. Yeah, because um, I, I thought while you're doing a healing, you see, you, you might get yeah, stuff get, coming in, you know. Yeah, I, I, I have had that because yeah. um, when I've, I've done um, Indian Head on people um, and Reiki, I've had... Um, because with me, I'll get uh, images, or I'll get like names. I'll see, I'll see the name, 
um, and um, not so much on. I don't get any kind of spirit speak to me or anything like that. I literally get like in my mind's eye an image and names or something, you know. Um, and I've had that a few times when I've treated people, um, and obviously I leave it up to my discretion whether I tell them what I've yeah, seen. They, you know? they, they some don't. people can be a bit freaked out, and you know they think, oh, well, you know, they get a bit scared. But the ones that you feel like they're 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 open to it, you can say to them like, oh, have you, you know, and you can sort of explain what you've seen, and they're. They take it, you know. Um, I don't think, I'm not sure, I can't remember. I mean, it's a long time since I've been to any of these churches and all that sort of stuff, but I'm not sure. I think some of them didn't like mixing the two together. Oh, really? I, I might be wrong. Again. I mean, mm. I'm talking a few years ago now, but it's because they've all got funny ideas in this game. And I mean, I just think <clears throat> you do what you feel is right. But I suppose, yeah, maybe mixing the two could be a bit strange. Mm. But, um, mm. I've got a thing here for you, a question from Cindy. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I've actually got two here. I've got Mike. Both my kids did a Korean martial art called, well, it sounds yeah, like yeah. off a Chinese restaurant, cook mess, uh, menu, cook someone. You haven't <laughs> heard of that one. No. So, what do you think of that, Elaine? Yeah. Hey, would you order that Thanks. tonight? And, um, Cindy yeah. said, do your hands feel heat during treatment? Yeah, they yeah. do, Cindy, yeah. Um, especially, yeah, they, they get very hot doing massages and Indian head, Reiki, anything that's that's hands-on, really, you know. Um, yeah, they do get really hot. I'm on my way, Alex, to give you a massage, massage all over. Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> there you go. There you go, yeah. Oh, well. well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, um, uh, talking about the martial arts, like um, when I used to do karate, um, part of the start of the lesson was um, like we'd kneel down and everything. And then um, like at the end, we would do something called Mokso, which was like a breathing in and out meditation kind of thing. But they, the Reiki is like, a, um, has been used with, like Japanese Reiki, like martial arts and that. So it's sort of like linked with the meditation sort of thing, you know, and also with like Hopi ear candling, like that, that's like from the Hopi tribe, um, like in Arizona. And that originally, obviously originally came from them where they would um, use like leaves and stuff and reeds from like the riverbanks and they'd like put herbs in them and stuff and burn them for like um, meditation purposes, like rituals and medicinal purposes. And that's sort of where Hopi ear candling sort of started off, really, you know. Oh, um, hmm. Yeah. And um, that's a strange one because you stick it in your ear and, you know, it draws out all the wax and everything. And, uh, and uh, yeah. And, and that's where that originates from. And you can get, like, the traditional, you can buy the traditional Hopier candles and you can also get other varieties that have different uh, herbs like sage or lavender or whatever it might be, you know, kind of essence in, in the um, linen, like, that they're rolled in 
to because um, we're not only um, burning it, but you're kind of it's it, it's being dispersed into the air. So you're getting that almost like aromatherapy effect where you're. I suppose the theory is you're sort of benefiting from those scents. You know, if it's lavender or something frankincense or whatever it might be you know it's like tapping in a little bit into aromatherapy there as well where you're you're being affected by the the um sense as well you know interesting so that's quite good therapy to try leslie i think animals are natural healers we used oh, to yeah. have therapy mm -hmm. dogs come into the children's hospital yeah and they were a great aid to the recovery so i've heard of that yeah, yeah. It's quite a big thing now as well with um, therapy dogs. There's quite a lot of them around for um, mental health, um, anxiety and depression and stuff, for people to have a, 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 a therapy dog, you know. So, yeah. Mm. They get to, yeah, taken into places. So, uh, you know, this is a stupid question maybe, but how do they become ther therapy dogs? They, um, well, my little dog, Albie, he's 11 now, he's a Shih Tzu, and I, when I was at the hospice, I did think about getting him to be a therapy dog. They have to go through training, and they have to pass and stuff, because obviously they can't be, you know, I've got to be good with people touching them, and, you know, hmm. can't have a dog that's going to keep jumping up or bite someone or whatever, you know. So I think they have to pass the sort of training and get their their little badge to say that they're they're okay to be a therapy dog. Funny, yeah. you know, talking about I, I was sitting, I was in the kitchen, I think Tuesday, I think it was Wednesday, there was some lunch, and a dog behind me barked at me. Oh, and I thought oh, I don't, I had two Rottweilers, and it weren't a Rottweiler barking; it was some. What's that? I've seen a seen I've seen a cat in here as well, dive under the bed. Yeah, so obviously there's animals around here, amongst, the, amongst loads of other things go whatever goes on in here around me. But uh, yeah, it's dog. Yeah, uh, people often say that that they see spirits of um, animals. Yeah, you know, but well. I, I don't know I don't know where it come yeah. from. So it weren't one of mine. Mm. It was ever so loud. What's going? Oh, what's that? Yeah. It was a dog. Yeah. Anyway. Let's go off the yeah. go off the uh, mm -hmm. off the thing here. Uh, Fiona's got a oh Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> oh. Any more questions tonight? It's quiet tonight. These people <laughs> normally throwing things out. How are we doing with the um, spirit box, Elaine? Cool. Got What's those up here tonight. Convey range. Mm. Mm. Believe. Yeah, we get lost. Or you are stuff. guilty. Oh my God, look at that one. Where's that? Guilty. You are guilty. That's <laughs> uh, not for me. <laughs> well, we had loads last week. And look, we're going to get a load this week as wow. well. Pork, it's got there as well. Mm. Odd one. Oh, mm. well, interesting. Wow. So we get, so yeah. we get, so we, yeah. I think Elaine's going to, oh, it's got more now, not Oh, on the back. Mm. So 
we don't know what it all means. It's um, yeah, it's all uh, interesting stuff. I think Elaine was going to yeah. print them out, and we anyone can read them. We send them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, there's some interesting history as well with some of the um, holistic therapies that I don't know if viewers are aware of, but um, we've Carry um, of um, Carry on. yeah, <laughs> we've um, so I've I've sort of um gone through my mind about it all and um like so um with indian head massage it was some of them obviously a lot well a lot of the holistic therapies date back to thousands of years bc you know a lot of them date back to the egyptian times and chinese times and stuff like that when you look right back in history um but one interesting thing with indian head massage is that um the man that um developed it was called Narendra Mehta in in the 1970s and he was doing Indian head massage in India and when he came over to um, England he, he he sort of watched our massages and sort of realized there wasn't any of the movements that he did in our massage in our massage um, uh, routines and well so he um a spook no no it was a, it's a little card just falling down. Oh, might be some activity like, in there tonight. It's my dad's picture, actually. Was so it really? Yeah, yeah. Hey, watch this, folks. We might, we might see some activity in, in Deb's living room tonight. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so what he did was he he um, then um, went back to India and he developed, like, the Indian head massage, like, routine, and he combined his... Indian head massage movements with the traditional Swedish movements that he saw in England and then obviously came back again and then that's how like Indian head was developed but the interesting thing about it was was that he was blind so if you think about like doing the head massage you know and you focus your your you know your you close your eyes to do it I mean some of the movements are like this and this you know all of this sort of thing and like round the sides of the head i mean you can do it on yourself i mean you can you can give yourself an indian head massage like this you know and, and sort of round like that and that kind of stuff and jumping frog that's one of my favorite ones jumping frog but if you think you can stand behind somebody and you don't really need to have your eyes open do you you can do that with um mm. you know with so and he was blind so that that's quite an interesting um um fact there with, that some people might not know you know oh really um, well, give it a try yeah. well, give it a try yeah she's, she's our uh, yeah go on you can do zigzagging like this she's frozen up look yeah zigzagging you can do yeah. like because when you go to the hairdressers like they shampoo your hair don't they like well they go like that don't they when they, sh they go like this when they're shampooing it but it was originally called Champanese, which sounds like shampoo, doesn't it? So, you know, all that, and it stimulates the scalp and it encourages hair growth. So, you know, uh, not, I don't need it. <laughs> I've got so much hair. But if, you, if you've got thinning hair, then, it, you know, if you give yourself a little Indian head massage and all of that, it, it does help to stimulate the circulation to the scalp mm. the no, it's, it's actually it's actually growing again after that covid it's only taken 15 months 
it's like yeah. growing again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and also as well, like um, aromatherapy was started with the Egyptians because they used to use it in their perfumes and in like the tombs with the mummies and everything like that. Like when they opened up um, Tutankhamun's tomb, there was like frankincense and sandalwood like smells that they could smell coming out. Um, and sometimes I do wonder whether in the ancient times where they did use perfume to kind of disguise the fact they didn't wash sort of thing you know, i know that sounds funny but like they haven't got all what we've got now you know so did they kind of use the sense to sort of waft off you know i don't know yeah i've um, heard that before you, you've got a point there yeah possibly but um aromatherapy was developed by a frenchman who um he uh, his name was G uh, gatton foss fosser i think maurice gatton fosser i think that's his I was probably pronouncing it wrong, but he found he had a burn and he put lavender oil on it and found that it helped to heal his burn. And that's sort of another way how aromatherapy was developed. And then it was used in like the Second World War with the um, obviously the veterans that were, um, you know, burnt and stuff like that. I suppose they used to use it on poultices, didn't they? And stuff like that on wounds and stuff like that um and and aromatherapy is really good because it it works on the limbic system in your brain as well which you know like we get a smell we smell something and we, it reminds us doesn't it of a memory like you might smell something and you think oh that smells like my nan like my nan's perfume she used to wear or you might smell something horrible and think oh god that reminds me of when i was at school school dinners or whatever it might be so aromatherapy is really good as well for tuning into um, the limbic system in the brain as well. So it can be inhaled, it can be put in your bath, be massaged on, and there's all different oils that can have different effects, you know. Um, and lemon oil is one that you can you, a lot. You can't use them neat. You have they have to be diluted. But one that you can use neat is lemon oil, which you can put on warts or verrucas, and it helps to get rid of them. But the others are too, they're too potent. They have to be diluted. So, you know. Oh, that's yeah. something there tonight, haven't we? Yeah. They're used yeah. in, like, perfumes, fragrances, aren't they? If you go, I don't know, Tom Ford, I think, uses a lot of aromatherapy scents or, you, you know, I don't know, like, body sprays and things like that like if you have a look in the shops they've often got like aromatherapy scents haven't they sort of thing so you know yeah i'm um, i'm still sitting there i'm still watching you and I'm, i've got watching behind I, I don't know i'm sure something flashed past earlier really yeah i might be wrong it's a shame i don't know are you using a phone to do this tonight or are you no are it's you... on my laptop Something it wasn't that, was it? <laughs> no, 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 I, no, 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 what's that then? Um, but right, <laughs> oh, one of those. But I was just sitting here thinking, oh, what if we could put a phone up on and um, obviously it won't, it won't show the pictures, will it be interesting after that yeah. card fell down? And yeah, yeah. Any orbs, see if there's any orbs, yeah. <laughs> 
Did your dad have a moustache? Yeah. Ah. He did. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to start all that. I'm not going to get into that. Oh. I've given that life. <laughs> He's going to connect up. with you. That's what's happening yeah, while we're talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, because I, I, I don't see my ear. He had a, he, I, I've never met him. I don't know. Like a red jumper type as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if he had, did. Yeah, he put, I think he, he did was, like, at some yeah, point. Well, I'm, I'm not saying, I don't know. But I feel he was quite, he was quite smart. Oh, but, yeah. My dad was. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, maybe I'll start up again, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not doing yeah. that again. But I was definitely, um, definitely he's around for sure. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's obviously well proud of what you've done. So mm. well let's see how we go. Is, you know, might be yeah. able, might get a few orbs yet. Yeah, you never know, yeah. Elaine like that. She likes seeing all the things. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was going to mention as well about um, reflexology as well, um, which is which is really interesting. And a lot of people freak out when they go start to learn it because I've got a couple of bits here. I was going to show. I can find it. Where's it gone? When you learn, when you do reflexology, you have to learn all of this. Hang on, where am I? Oh yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And and a lot of people go, Oh my god, how am I gonna remember all of that? And um it, it's it's also known as zone therapy as well, because it's it's basically like a bit like a foot massage, but the foot corresponds to all different parts of the body. Um and it works on the um like principle that uh, say you've got your, you've got your two feet, okay? So say that's your two feet. If you divide yourself completely down the middle, so that's like this side and that's that side. Yeah, we'll get me hand right. Okay. So that's the feet. So the nearer you are to the thumb corresponds to the nearer you are to the middle of your body. Yeah. So like your thumb or your foot, yeah, like so your big toe or your thumb, like that all relates to your head and the side of your the side of your hand here and the side of your foot is like your spine basically yeah, yeah. and then obviously as you work outwards like your little finger is like your ear and your little toe is your ear and your shoulder and all your knee and all of that so by working those different parts of the foot it's like you're working different parts of the body as well um and it's really weird because um i've got this picture i was going to show tonight it um, reflexology was first um discovered by um tomb um cave cave like tomb drawings um and this one here i don't know if you can see it hang on uh, move it over to your that's 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 it yeah oh that's it there, there it is yeah. It's like really interesting because one uh, an interesting thing about this picture is that uh, what do you notice? I'll I'll ask you. What Who do you me? notice about the picture? Um, In terms of the massage they're doing. 
Oh, he's got the. Is that the foot there? He's got the foot there. Yeah. On the so first one doing, and the second one, uh, yeah. So one's doing the hand and the other one's doing the foot. Doing yeah? the foot, yeah. yeah. But can you see what the difference is? I don't know. I don't know. People ask me questions. Um, <laughs> um, no. Can't tell what the difference is. No. No. <laughs> no. Was well, we being, being okay. at school? Um, Sorry. Yeah, it's probably no, me no, going no. in teacher mode again. But <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, what it was was that. Um, a, a painting like that was found in in the in the case so quite often reflexologists will have that picture framed in their clinic and what it is is um drawings from the cave where they first saw that foot and hand mas massage was being done and the thing about that picture was that when they did the hands they faced each other and when they did the feet they faced away from each other show me again show me that again yeah, as a as a um Hang on. Oh, yeah. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, faced, <laughs> they faced them doing the hands, but they faced them faced away oh. when they did the feet because it was like it was thought to be disrespectful to face somebody while you were massaging their foot. So they used to face away from them. So. Blind in the yeah. obvious, and it when you're told. <laughs> but the, but the, um, but in, um, so that was where it was first discovered. But then in, in more sort of modern sort of times, not, not modern, modern, but, um, so in America, there was this doctor called Dr. Fitzgerald, and he, he found out about reflexology because this is really radical, but he found out by putting pegs on people in certain areas of their body. It anaesthetized other areas, so he was then carrying out surgery on them, like he'd put pegs on them in certain places and then perform his surgery, and that's how they found out that the areas corresponded to each other, sort of thing, and then it was developed onwards from there, you know, with the zones being worked out and all the rest of it, you know. So it's interesting. Wow. It is interesting. Yeah. Isn't it? Learned really? a lot tonight, haven't we, Elaine? Yeah. 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 Learned a lot. I like yeah. all this. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, it's interesting because, you know, you don't often get a chance to talk to people about this or, or people explain things about it. And yeah. uh, how much time. Yeah. I, know, I mean, obviously, it's taken lots, quite a lot of your time to, to learn all this. Well, how long have you been doing this? I mean, well, I started I started doing beauty about thirty years ago, and then uh, I, I spent eighteen years teaching like beauty and holistic yeah. therapies, and I, I gave up my teaching last year when my mum got ill, while I was doing my while I was doing this science degree, you know. So, mm. so I've stuck with the science uh, now, and and obviously I'm working in the NHS as well, taking the bloods now as well. So oh uh, yeah. yeah. Vampire. Vampire. <laughs> I'm a vampire now as well, yeah. So there's a, there's another before in in the general hospital, but Yeah, I remember you remember you did that yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well there you go, well, guys. Now we're exactly. now we're gonna talk about Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, that's really funny you say that, right? Because I remember when I was a kid 
my mum used to, we had these neighbours that we've stayed friends with all our lives. And mum used to take, you take us around there, you know, and that. And mum's friend, Barbara, her name was, she always used to say that when I was little, I used to draw her pictures to, to give to her when we went. But they weren't like flowers and that. They were like people like with fangs and blood dripping no. out. <laughs> so I kind of always have had that sort of fascination, I suppose. But I mean, I love like hammer horror movies, you know. Could be a past life. Possibly, yeah. There Maybe I was a vampire years ago. Cool. Don't, don't let don't let it give you a love bite, anyone. <laughs> I'll be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, well, oh, so I'll get told off later on for saying yeah. that. Don't worry, yeah, yeah. Um, I always love the horror movies, like the old, <laughs> the old ones, you know, mm. the old style classics, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, brilliant. But, um, yeah, so you're what is it a pleb, pleb, plebotomist? Is it have I got is that, the yeah, right that's word? right, yeah, phlebotomist, yeah, phlebotomist, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, well. doing that as well as the uh, finishing this degree. So I finished that um, this summer. So, you know, yeah. Done well. Done yeah. well. I mean, you know, I say you weren't, I don't think you were doing this when we met in that blues place. Uh, maybe oh, no, no. no I, was I, I was teaching. Yeah, I was mm. doing my teaching then. Yeah. Mm. Is, yeah. That, is, that, is that place still there? That, or is it gone? No, there? no. It, um, it's it's um it's been like a pub bar whatever a couple of times mm. with different names. Uh, I think it was called the Hope Hope's Bar after Ronnie's Bar. Oh, okay. And then it became the Griffin or something. But when I went past, I think last week, it looks like it's boarded up. I mean, personally, I don't think it ever really recovered from after it was Ronnie's Bar. I mean, no, you know. It was, it was good. It was I a mean, unique place, wasn't it, really? I mean, yeah, I, I just turned on it, you know, Buzz, and he, I didn't know, and he, and he said, bring, come along with the old guitar and get up, and of course, that's what, how we all kind of met. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, we were fun, fun even fun nights, but I don't, I don't do that anymore either, so, yeah, mm. kind of moved on, I suppose. There's not much going on in that field anyway, I don't think, but, it's interesting what yeah. has happened over the last 14 years or whatever. Yeah, lots yeah. changed. And a lot's changed, I think, for yeah. a lot of people. Definitely, yeah. Um, but it's it's good to be able to move on and, and, and do different stuff, you know. Mm. What have we got yeah. here? Grew up with a hammer, <laughs> House of Horrors. House of Bled, yeah. Oh, mm, God. Cool. I don't know that I've seen that one. I need to look at oh, that. I don't think I've seen that one. Um, <laughs> they did a TV series as well, didn't they, Hammer Horror? That's right. As well as the films, yeah, mm. in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the sole of your foot from your toe to your heel is a replica of your body with the instep replicating right. the spine. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Michelle Brown. Great aftershave, horrid memory of X. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions out there? They're very quiet tonight. So they're obviously interested. It's fascinating. <laughs> you know, I, I say. Yeah, it, yeah. It is. Because I, I, obviously I still see you on Facebook. So yeah. I've, watched, I've watched you sort of, you know. Do my different things, yeah. Yeah, doing all the different different things, yeah. I say, well done. But um, 
it's it's getting back to you now. Uh, I, I wonder how you, you know, doing all this and um, whether um, any sort of mediumship comes in sometimes. I know you said sometimes you, you might see something, but I'm just interested because you've got all this other stuff going on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, you don't need to be sitting in circles and all that. If, if it's there, it's there. It will come. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just knowing what's what. And I, I just find it quite interesting, especially what goes on in your in your home as well, you know. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah, I've had a few strange things. Like, I told, did I tell you about the cabinet and the duvet? thing that happened a little while ago no no oh god um because obviously i lost my mum in june and uh yeah, you know right. I, I, i've got a picture here and i light a candle for mum and dad now you know and every day and chat to them and you know what it's like you're kind of like oh show me a sign that you're around do you know what i mean you, you everyone does it don't they and um i remember um i don't know if there was anything specific I can't remember what it was, but I remember I was in bed and I was a, I was kind of a, I was asleep, and I was laying on my like left side, and my cabinet is on my right, right, and I start you know when you're like half awake sort of thing, and I kind of woke up because I heard the drawer of my bedside cabinet opening, right, and I and I kind of you know when you sort of wake up and you think, hang on, did I really hear that? And then I and I heard it again, right? And I and I didn't look round or anything. And I had like one arm out the duvet, this arm out the duvet, and the other one inside. And then all of a sudden, I felt this freezing cold change in temperature on the left side of me. Like my skin was when I touched it afterwards, it was freezing cold. And I had my eyes shut, and I and I felt my duvet being pulled. And I put my hand out, and I went like that like to stop the duvet being pulled and then and then I, I had my eyes closed still but I, and I thought for a minute oh my god I'm really scared now I'm <laughs> gonna open my eyes and see what's what you know and I opened my eyes and there wasn't anyone there but it's just bizarre join, join the join the club Debs and I was thinking I, I was thinking <laughs> I don't know why my mum would be or my dad would be going in my bedside cabinet drawer for, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, no, well, random thing to choose, you know. Yeah. But but it was definitely it definitely happened. And then I've got like this young girl, long well, she's not a young girl, she well, sort of, she's twenty one, like lodger, and um, you know, she's here and she's not and whatnot. And there's been a couple of occasions when I've been been asleep, and I've heard my front door go. Like, I've got a front door and then, like, I've got an inner door. And I've heard the door go. I've heard someone come up the stairs. I've heard a door open and then a door close. And I thought, oh, Lucy's home. And then, and this has happened twice now, and she's not been here. And I thought, weird. How weird is well, that, you know, as well? Yeah. So. I've, I've got so I could do something like there now, actually. Um, last week, we, we had uh, Alison on. American girl, mm. and she said we she can do some some kind of not meditation. But anyway, I started to get cold. I think everyone else started to get cold, and I could hear footsteps out here. And um, yeah, I mean, once it, once it starts to get cold, the temperature drops, and there's no reason for it. Then, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, they're about. Yeah, 
But I, I mean, I've had it all my life. I've, people know so a lot of funny things have happened. But um, I don't. People say, "What are you? What are you throwing off? It's not there. You should be used to it by now." But you never do get used to it. I don't think. Mm. It's only it's no one going to hurt you. Just something yeah. having, having a poke about, aren't they? Mooch about. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, strange things happen. I mean, years ago, um, I think I might have told you this story before about when I was teaching in the college with my friend Ian, and we were talking about when we saw, when I saw my dad on the bench in the garden, and I took a photo of it, and I was telling them about it during the break when I was teaching at the college. I was teaching them at the time. I think that day we'd been talking about auras and stuff and I'd got them standing there and they were trying to see if they could see each other's auras, you know. We're just doing it as a fun thing to add in, you know. And um, if I, did I tell you this story? Probably. I'm uh, done. I think so. Oh, yeah. Sure. And um, we were talking about it and then I said, oh, yeah, I've got the picture on my phone of my dad on the bench, see. So they went to break, lunchtime. And uh, I said, oh, when you come back, I'll show you the picture of my dad, see. So they came back and um, I said, oh, yeah, I've got the picture. So I showed my friend Ian and at the time this other guy, Lee, that I know, he was in the class as well. So his face, he looked at the picture of my dad and he went like that. And I went, oh, well, do you know him then? Because he had links with Enfield, where I grew up. That's right, yeah. And he said, no. He went, I've just seen him in the canteen (laughs) at the college. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, me and Lee was in the canteen. He said, no, look round. This bloke was in, was, was, uh, the, the, the bit where you pay, you know, leaning like that, leaning like sort of (laughs) on the sides, looking at me, smiling. He said, and I looked over at Lee as if to say, what's that bloke smiling at me for? When I looked up, he disappeared. He said it was my dad. And my dad was a teacher as well, he said. He he was the head of Hackney College. So all the technical, you know, plumbing and building and all that side of it. So whether he came to check up on me, I don't know. (laughs) You never know, do you? Yeah, so that was... That was strange, you know, experience there that, you know, maybe that was a kind of message passed to me through some, you know, through him sort of yeah. thing. You yeah, know. it's like uh, tonight when I said, described it that, I mean, I don't know, I've never met yeah. him. I, I, I don't know, I mean, I'm getting bits and pieces put in my mind now and I, I, I say, I don't know whether, I don't know whether you're after a new car, um, well, I was thinking about right. it. Right. Um, okay. Because, be, yeah, because uh, I'm sitting here and there's stuff coming in with, and I honestly <laughs> haven't done this for a long time. And I haven't worked on this, but because it's got the MG badge, MG. Oh, so, right. well, I don't know what that's all about. MG. Yeah, MG. The mate. No, I've got a mini. I've got ah. a mini, and I'd like another one, you know. Oh, okay. Well, you know. But, you know. I'm gonna. I've, shut had my, now. I've had my mini for 15 years now. Have <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. it's just stuff that I don't know. I, I say I stopped doing all this stuff, and uh, yeah. Um, but it's just just stuff coming in. And I thought, oh, here we go. And yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, the funny thing is, this car that I saw you looking at was was small. I'm not saying a mini, mm. but I'll just say, oh, perhaps you can. I mean, I'm putting my head on the block here because it's always people watching, thinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but there you are. It's it's like it's quite powerful. So yeah, it's a gonna, isn't it? Yeah, something's going to come along. Um, mm. Have to let me know. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know much about these sort of cars, but uh, mm. yeah. what's this? Who's We've this? got another message. Convertible. Fear uh, philatelist selection. Yeah, I've got a convertible mini. Yeah. Ah. Mm -hmm. There you go. The one I've had, obviously, 15 years now. Well, that's a new one on me. Stamp well, the latter this selection. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm sure your dad's <laughs> doing all this stuff, but um, yeah. there you go. You have to let me know, um, or put it on Facebook yeah. or something. But you're, yeah, I, think I you're did at... look at. Um, someone I know works for Mini, and I did go and look at uh, uh, speak to them about um, like yeah. upgrading, you know, to another perhaps one. They, perhaps they do an MG Mini, I don't know. Time, I so. Yeah. But it's coming your way. Oh. And okay. uh, I, I'm sure it's a black one. Oh. My car's black now. Oh, my God. Is it? Oh, <laughs> Be quiet, Mr. Lovelock. Be quiet. But the one that I looked at was black as well, but it, it, was, it wasn't local. It was in Reading, you see. So would have they would have had to have brought it over and all the rest of it and it didn't quite sink at the time, you know. So well, perhaps I perhaps I was supposed yeah. to be going back. Perhaps I was supposed to go <laughs> sort of do this all again. I don't know. Oh, Cin sorry, Cindy, I muddled my page name. Oh. <laughs> well, always a thing this Sunday night anyway, isn't it? Never know what's gonna happen on here. Yeah. Uh, I um has anyone got any questions they want to yeah, ask? Yeah, any about questions? Holistic therapies or mm. anything like that? You know, lots of Feel free to ask. Oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? Elaine, this is Cindy. Right on a Sunday, I have a ghost app going in the spirit box. I have words going through it the whole time we're on air. Sometimes what comes through relates to what's being talked about at the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, quite a lot last week, didn't you, Elaine? Quite a lot came up last week. Yeah, sorry, I was asked a question of what I was doing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they. Was there, any, was there any other updates <laughs> on the spirit box? Any updates? <laughs> yeah. Talking. I think we got then? to. What was it? Situation. I think we got to last time. Oh, I think Carl came up on that earlier, actually. Smoke. It's probably that. <laughs> yeah, you should give that up. I only started doing it last year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Disease. Mm. Well, studying that, I suppose. Karen. No, Samuel. Samuel. Great. Great. Just not limited. Interesting. I'm on the I'm on the grapes. Oh yeah. I've mm. got some in my fridge. I like the uh, red ones. That's oh, so do I. I, I, like, I don't them, like yeah. the green ones are right, but they're not mm. sweet, are they? That's I've got on this sort of um I don't know health thing, but it's um it's working and uh yeah, I quite like them. Because I just cut out the sugar, I just have a bit of honey in my tea now. 
Yeah. I've, I've been reading up on all this. It says that's good. And of course, the grapes are sweet as well, but they, they, they don't hurt you. So yeah. it's really nice. You have to have sweet stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, enough about my ailments and, uh, <laughs> you know, but I've, I've done well. Giving up sugar is, and I've had two, six bags of crisps in my cupboard since Christmas. I haven't touched Wow. Them. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. And do you know what annoys me? I went on the wagon. Stale. Eh? They've gone stale. <laughs> no, I don't know. I went on the wagon a couple of years ago and I thought, well, I'm not going to do this. And then I got that COVID ill. And I come out and you thought, oh, I don't know, I fancy cream colour. I fancy this, you know. And it's all, I've had, now I've had to start all over again. So the last two months, I've been really good. But it's not such a struggle as, as I thought it was going to be. Um, so I'm doing okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. And Chris were in the cupboard, and oh, I ain't even touching them. That's one and of I, my vices, that is, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it was one of my downfalls, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think anyone wants to hear about my ailments and whatever, <laughs> but, yeah, sometimes you have to just give up stuff that don't do you any good. Yeah. It's Difficult, right. isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, let's not worry about that. I'm getting cold in here now. I think, uh, I think that makes room out. <laughs> Could be, couldn't they? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, uh, it's always possible. I feel they're always here anyway, watching. And um, why shouldn't they be? They're probably as interested mm -hmm. in watching what we do. Yeah. Um, Definitely, yeah. And it's helping people. Yeah. So any more questions out there? Come on, you. If it's a quiet tonight. Everyone's got to shy, I think. We're doing all right. <laughs> We're doing all right. Um, so what's your next thing? This obviously you're not gonna just stop now because I know you too well, you'll find something else, <laughs> something else. Well, <laughs> well so, I mean know. yeah, I, I I like I say I finished this degree in um well the teaching finishes like March sort of time, and then we just have a bit of revision and then we do the exams. Um so so that that's like the bachelor's um degree and obviously i'm working it working at the hospital so i'll carry on with that um and um and i mean i, I have i've had an interview to go to um chelmsford to do a master's to be a physician's associate wow um which is like a new role within the nhs that it's ha it's been around for quite a few years I think it started. It started off in like America, um, and they've sort of developed it over here now, um, which is it, it's like your sort of, well, basically like a doctor's sort of a, a system. But you you do like um, see patients, you do diagnostics, you can um, do like minor minor surgery and do prescriptions and get them. You have to get the prescription signed off at the moment though. Um, you know, and um, diagnose people and stuff like that. So it's a bit like being a junior doctor. Mm. Uh, but a bit, but um, I'm waiting to hear about it, which I won't hear till May um, after they've interviewed everyone because there's only like 43 places, but they've got like they've interviewed tons of people. Um, and um, but it will be another two years study. See, so uh, obviously you've still got to work while you're doing it. 
to to mm. live you know pay your bills so like, i've got my job you know doing the blood so i'm just going to see what what happens really if um i get offered it or don't or whatever i'm just going to let fate sort of guide me yeah, really. i think that's yeah. all you can do isn't it yeah you know um, but whatever i mean it's great yeah i'm just getting I'm, I'm, i am kind of like getting to the point now though where i am thinking oh you know this is going to be the last thing now because <laughs> i've spent so much time like studying and working like quite often doing to it both of them at the same time like my whole life really you know studying and working at the same time that i just feel like i need to swing one way or the other really you know um and uh yeah i mean i'm i'm gonna be like 49 like this coming saturday so it's like i'm starting to think you know age and that's coming in coming up 50 next year you know i'm sort of oh yeah because you're a march same as me aren't you yeah, fourth of March. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I'm the twelfth, by the way. Everybody, out you're, up against, you're up against it with these eighteen-year-old youngsters, you see, or twenty-one-year-old, you know. And mm. you've got to start thinking that job-wise, it's like, yeah, you might have the experience, but obviously they're a lot younger, so they're going to get more years out of them than me because I haven't got much, you know, less years to retirement, I suppose. But and of course, like your own health as well, because. You, you know i've got like fibromyalgia and a dodgy back and that so it's it's sort of uh really kind of thinking about I mean, the balance between your own health and what you yeah. can do work-wise and again that's another reason why people often go do holistic stuff as well is yeah. uh for pain relief and that you know i won't worry about retirement i think this these politicians will have you working till you're 95 but i spoke to a lady the other day and she's still working and she's 70 so mm. she works in a bank and it's like oh i'm 17 i was like oh my god you know sort of thing i mean i, I don't know maybe days are gone when people used to sort of just put their feet up at like 60 and just live off their pension. I mean, a lot of people can't do that now, can they? Especially with the rising bills and everything, mm. the way the things are. It's almost yeah. like becoming that everyone work really and not going to get to retire unless you've got a lot of money behind you or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've known people, they, they just keep going and love it. They, whatever they do, why not? Mm. You know, they, they enjoy doing what they do. So, yeah, I guess that's true. Like some yeah. people do just do it because. They just want to be doing something, you know. I mean, I know, I know someone, one of my neighbours, and he's retired. And I bump into him, you know, when I'm walking the dog, and oh, how are you? And he's like, oh, I'm so bored. Like I don't know what to do with my time. I'm retired, and that I might get a little job, you know, sort of thing. And it's that, isn't it? As well, it's to some people who are still were doing it just to keep themselves going, really, and have an interest, and not got, not necessarily uh, for money. I bust my leg and my ankle and all that. I've got these problems. 2007, it was 2005 I did it. In 2007, I went to see the doctor again because it's still, I've still got problems now. It was my birthday. He said, oh, I'm afraid, you know, you, you're not going to be out of work anymore. How do you feel? I said, ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I thought, well, that's Andy. Um, you know, 
I've been told that you know I can't do this and couldn't do that, and I've still got loads of problems. I was actually hobbling around a couple of days ago. It's just mm. and the cold and the, it affects the pins and the plates in my oh, leg and, mm. and all that. Yeah, mm. I mean, I had it when we, I was at Ronnie's place. You know, it was 2007, I think 2005. I did it. Stupid yeah. accident, but uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, you could, do, maybe you could do some Reiki on it. There you do go. Some, do something on it. Chop it up. It, it does. Yeah, it's still playing up. Still wobbling around. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, won't, I don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and, uh, I don't thought, well, that's handy. And, uh, but it's having, I've been doing this now and doing what I'm doing this sort of stuff. And this is actually, laying the say the same, for this two hours on a Sunday, it's like having a job because all week, we, we, yeah. Elaine does posters, I'm doing something. You've got to prepare for it. And, yeah. and, the, and the thing is, like, um, so tonight, it's Sunday again. It's like Sunday. I know. You know, the it's time Sunday. Time just goes fast. Yeah. And, um, so fast. But we're always doing something. It's enjoyable. And yeah, why not? So, yeah, you go. Uh, yeah. Different yeah. sort of, you know, stuff we get to talk about each Sunday and. Mm different guests and subjects it's really interesting isn't it you know? but i think if i didn't have doing all this as i you know and, and i was doing the mediumship doing the gigs and that yeah it's probably different but i'd imagine if you've got nothing to do or you, it must be really hard when you pack up work yeah and some people do i'm, I'm sure mm. Mm. you know what, what do you do yeah, if you've got like a really active mind and body and that, and you want to mm. still do stuff, it's really so you've yeah. just got, got to, all the time there's something new flicking, flicking yeah. through my mind, but um, yeah, this is okay. And maybe do something else uh, one, one evening, I don't know, do some live stuff out. And we keep meaning to go out and do some live stuff, but mm. yeah, we'll have to, have yeah, to it'd see. be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, except yeah. we go live and nothing happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or the table, uh, what was it? The table, table tipping I was doing, yeah. That would yeah. be good to, to set a camera up and or the laptop up and do that and did, see if it moves, you know, do you know that, what I mean, in the background. I don't know. I don't know if that that, I'm not sure if that happened in that Ronnie's bowl. Oh, really? It's happened somewhere where I was out and yeah, just touched a table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it started, I can't remember it was now. No, I couldn't have been Ronnie's. Trouble is, I do it here on my own. Oh, I do it here really? on my own. Oh. And I do all the time. I don't encourage them to come and, you know, but I thought, well, I'd do it. But the problem is, unless you can get it to lift, levitate, wow. people say, well, you're, you, well, you're doing that. Even yeah, it's a wobbly thing leg or something. And I've got a video of me in the other room with this table, the table I've got behind me with a seance, a trumpet on it, actually. Yeah. And it was going mad. I've got it, I've filmed it. But I know if I put it out there, someone will say, well, you're doing it. And, and I've, you know, work with other people, and they say, oh, you're, you're, you know, people are moving it. it, it mm. It's, it's a difficult thing, but if it, yeah. you can, if it levitates, especially if you're on your own, if it levitates off the floor, 
Mm. They say they probably say you've got super glue in your fingers or something. In your, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, I've, I've got a, yeah, a few things, and or when the trumpet used to move, or mm. the guitars used to strum on their own, and that you know. But it, it it's not all the time. You can't mm. just make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, mm. I'll start doing a few. Maybe go somewhere and try and do a few lives and yeah, a bit of fun anyway, isn't it? It's all yeah, fun. Set, yeah. We'll come around your house and set yeah. up the cameras for the orbs and all that. Yeah, could do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but, probably uh, quite a bit, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, set, yeah. No, it's really good that you you've you've done all this stuff and and what you're doing. Yeah, but I'm looking. No more questions. Yeah. I sometimes also as well use um, uh, my, um, crystals like in my treatments as well, um, like the mainly the ones that kind of correspond to the chakra colours. Mm. Um, so what was it? I did, did dig something out here if anyone's interested. Well, just just well, I'll put this up for a minute. Mike said, having been with Alex, when a table is taken off, it's no joke. Thank <laughs> you, Mike. Yeah, I've got this here if well, i have to put it like that don't i because i can't see but this oh, is yeah. like the seven chakras yeah move it over a bit like that correspond to the energy centers in our body mm -hmm. yeah and um so you've got like various crystals that you can use as well within holistic therapies um to correspond with those areas like say for instance like the purple one you could use amethyst blue you've got labradorite green you've got jade yellow you've got citrine orange you could use um like jasper i'm not mm. sure about the red one. Oh, um red one i use hematite because that's uh like a one for grounding so um if you're into crystals you can also use crystals within your holistic therapies as well and i okay. sometimes use them in when i do hot stone massage or I like to use them in the Reiki as well um, and place them on, like place them on the person laying down. Obviously, with the head and that, you can't go, I mean, you can put it on this area, but you can't go stick in a crystal on the forehead, you know, because they'll fall off or whatever partway through. So what you can do is like put it like at the side um, and then like a clear quartz like above, which is for like clarity for the, um like the chakra like coming out the head you know mm. um where the light and everything and um i like to use those because they kind of help me focus a bit as well or you could even get like the person to hold like a crystal like get a selection have a selection of crystals and say to them like choose a crystal what one are you drawn to is the best way and just get them to hold it while you're doing the treatment because then that gives them a point of focus as well you know mm. um and i have had it as well when i've done reiki on people where um the crystals have moved um and and actually like they've had them on the per the person's got them on them and then the crystal has, has literally gone like like that off the couch and onto the floor mm. and we're talking like you know i don't know probably about another six inches either side of them and on the floor and 
or another one has rolled to another area of their body. And I just see that as like, well, that one didn't want to be there or that other one wanted to move to that other area, you know. Um, and you sort of use it like that because they can absorb like the energy of the person as well and also give out energy for that specific chakra area. So that's another thing that you can use. In yeah, a friend of mine put, well. put that, I hurt my back. Always had a problem anyway, and um, yeah, seemed to seem to work. Yeah, I've got, I, Leslie said I asked a question, so I found it. Sorry, Leslie, I missed it. Um, do you do holistic therapies uh, on animals? Um, no, I I don't. Um, I I thought there was um, I thought there was a law that was that you could only like massage your own pet. You couldn't go massaging other people's. I'm not sure if that is the same but i read it somewhere oh. but i mean um I, I have done a bit of reflexology on my dog work before just on his little feet or whatever you know i've sort of pressed the pads of his feet and stuff like that you know but he doesn't like really like me touching his feet that much or his paws he gets a bit funny about it but um but you know if you've got your own pet i would say and you know therapies, there's no reason why you couldn't do Reiki on him. Or, I mean, I do give him a massage, like he loves it. He's he's like this <laughs> and he's loving it. You know, I give him a little, he does like a mass, a little massage. Yeah. So you could do that on your own animal. Yeah. Karen. Hello, Karen. I've seen you for a long time. Did table tipping with me at Trimley a few years ago. If you remember, your guy wasn't happy with me. We fought jealous, and the table moved very quick. I think it happened mm. twice with Karen, um, and they were big tables as well. They weren't little tables. And I, if I recall, Karen was pushed into like uh, pushed into like the wall. Or the oh, wall. blimey! Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. That's what I mean. You, you know, people yeah. say, and these were big tables, and. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if someone had the hunt with her. Maybe I don't know why. She's not a stuff lady, and uh, who knows? Maybe it's just to prove a point to somebody. Mm. I, I don't really know. Yeah. So mm. um, maybe we'll, we'll 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 do we'll do some of that. And um, yeah, that would be interesting, like a live sort of, you know. Yeah, it's got to be in the right place and. Mm. You know, in my grandmother's day, they used to have the big table, you know, the old wooden table or the oak or whatever they were. You see, and when they did it in those days, there's no way you could move it. Mm. You know, so it's got to. And then there's other people say it's um, uh, showmanship and all that. It's the only thing I miss about not going out doing the gigs is I used to love the physical activity I used to get. Forget the messages. It was what yeah. went on around it, and I do miss that. But I don't miss the the, the trapes and around and the travelling and you mm. know. Uh, I don't miss any of that. I do miss the physical stuff. Um, Karen said, "Yeah, I was right. She she got she got through it." And if I recall, the table moved quite quick. It was quite real long. Oh, she wow! Just pushed her straight in. I've seen her since till tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. what we got here, 
Train, we've trained people that do massage on our horses back and oh, right, okay. behind the loose smooth disc. Oh, oh right, okay, interesting, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Equestrian um, massage, yeah. yeah. Cindy, I think there are some holistic treatments available in the NHS, as I know some are used. Pediatric, yeah. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, I think... Um, I think they were coming around to doing reflexology in in the NHS. Um, I think so, more, more modern sort of medicine and doctors are in uh, have sort of got um, more of an open mind to the benefits of holistic therapies. See, some of the really old fashioned doctors like they just think it's a load of rubbish, but mm. you know more, more modern uh things now and obviously things like cbd oil and stuff like that obviously it doesn't have like the thc in it like the um hallucinogenic uh compound you know um but we're starting to find out that stuff like that as well is really useful for pain relief and everything and anxiety and that sort of stuff so there's yeah it's starting to become more of a um more known you know and mm. they're, they're now opening it up to this in the nhs so which is really good awesome yeah. awesome maybe that's a way to cut the um the waiting times cut the waiters, yeah you know, oh, still in Felix, though. i'll drop her a message later <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good at that you know I, I, dropping people lines they <laughs> <laughs> um, may not answer me um I don't like rejection, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been really interesting tonight. Do you know what? It's nearly yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's nearly nine. Is it nearly nine o'clock? Yeah, nearly. On my life. Yeah. Oh yeah, five two. Yeah, wow. Remember when we Fab Yoga teacher they sell CBD products at Beach Street in Phoenix? Though? Yeah. Oh. When we yeah. when we first started this, well, when I started it two years ago, I think it was only about. I think it was, I was off my phone, I think. So I was sitting in the cabinet, the one like the one I got behind me, seance cabinet. Oh, and yeah. um yeah, I think it was only for about forty minutes or something. And then it sort of went up to an hour and a half and then two hours and you know. Yeah, that's it. Bit, yeah. Sometimes seems a bit long for mm. people to watch, but they they, they still hear and uh mm. yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic, yeah, and I always thank you guys for coming on and, and, and giving all your time for us because, um, yeah, I, cool, really, I feel that's what it's all about, yeah, really. Yeah, definitely, yeah, helping people. Yeah. And I don't know, Elaine's put a message mm. up for us. Thank you for joining tonight's show. Thank oh. you. <laughs> um, but I'm just going to put something up here about next week. If okay. I can find it, if I can find it. Ah, there it goes. Nothing's gonna work. There you go, Andy. Andy Booth <laughs> for next week. Um, that's for there next you go, week. Yeah. 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 Elaine's good at all these, that's all these, um, that's it, yeah. these things, don't you? Well, yeah. Dad, so, it's been yeah. lovely seeing you again. Yeah, after too, yeah. all these no years, I don't know, time whizzes by, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And, um, True. and thanks for such an interesting evening. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure you've opened up a few 
ideas to people. A few yeah. ideas and people's yeah thoughts and alternative, and alternative therapies as well for obviously you know obviously if you're on regular medication don't stop taking it but mm. you know if you have minor ailments or stress or whatever then they do you know these therapies do have a place there to help people you know um so it's worth looking into and uh also as well the other thing i know we've only got a couple of minutes is that as long as you want doesn't matter is that not um it's not a case of like one therapy suits all either that someone who finds like massage really good and doesn't like they could then try a different therapy and that might not work for them and vice versa so it's you know finding the right one that works for you that mm. is most beneficial as well you know like you might have you might try them all and might say oh well I didn't I found this one I found like aromatherapy the best for me or whereas someone else might find reflexology works better for them you know so it's it's being able to find out what works best for you and your body and your mind you know the type of therapy to choose really so Maybe. I would say try them out try them out have a have a um you know make some time for it I would say and uh and you should feel the benefits of it all. So, and maybe yeah. you've um, given people uh, an encouragement, maybe to mm -hmm. um, to do what you're doing. A few more messages here. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you, Debbie. Very interesting evening. Thank you. <laughs> In night, all. Thank you for another amazing evening, Alex, Elaine, and Debbie. Cindy, thank you all. Leslie, great night. Thanks, Deb, Alex, and Lane. Glad you made contact with Nick. Uh, yep, yeah, I did it. I told you I was going to do it, Leslie. Nick is coming on. He's an, sounds an interesting guy. I've never met him. Uh, that's in May. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Deb, thank you for coming on. Yeah. You're um, welcome. Hope, it's been lovely. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be a, might be two years next time. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I yeah. have actually been, I had been thinking, oh, I must go to Debbie because this is what, yeah. you know, what can we do? And yeah, then all of a sudden, to do, yeah. it, you know, the time just goes by. I know. Absolutely. Well, don't go yeah. anywhere because what I'm going to do is going to log out. Okay. Thank everybody for coming on here tonight. And I um, hope you've enjoyed it. I'm sure you have. Next yeah, week, I've got Andy Booth on, as you can see, the... Um, the uh, the post. There it goes again. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh good. I, I'm I'm very. There you go. There you go, Andy. And um, we'll see you next week. Anyway, guys, I better turn this thing off now. And uh, thanks again. And thank you for having me. <laughs>